Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This morning, Sydney COVID tragedy. A woman in her 30s found dead in her home. Her husband now fighting for life. Vaccine race. Victoria opens up almost half a million Pfizer jabs for 16 to 60-year-olds. Bookings open this morning. High school students could soon be included in the national vaccine rollout. Advice expected this week. And let the Paralympic Games begin. The cauldron is lit. Aussies Danny DeToro and Riley Batt lead Australia. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. A Sydney mother of three has become the youngest woman to die from COVID in New South Wales, with her husband now also fighting the deadly virus. The 30-year-old was found unresponsive in her home in Western Sydney on Monday, bringing the outbreak's death toll to 75. The tragic news came on the day the state reached a vaccine milestone, reaching 6 million jabs. We can't be in our bubble forever. We have to live with this disease because that means greater freedom, greater travel opportunities and reunification with family and loved ones, which I know so many people are looking forward to. Fully vaccinated people will soon be rewarded with an announcement expected this week. 800,000 new vaccine appointments will be available to Victorians this morning in the race to unlock the state. 450,000 of those are for the Pfizer vaccine offered to anyone aged 16 to 59. The booking website crashed within minutes of the Premier's announcement yesterday, but will be taking bookings from 7am. 120 Australian Defence Force troops will descend on the Queensland border with New South Wales this morning as part of a major crackdown to stop COVID creeping into the state. They'll be positioned at 12 checkpoints along the border after two truck drivers tested positive after travelling from New South Wales. I ask that the community works with us. If we don't intercept you at the point of view hopping across the border, we will be following up on that. COVID vaccines will now be made mandatory for police officers living or working on the border. High school students as young as 12 could soon be included in the national vaccine rollout with a decision expected in coming days. It's already been approved by the Therapeutic Goods Administration, but the government is awaiting advice from the country's expert immunisation group. Currently, Pfizer is only available to children in that group who have underlying health conditions. 
US President Joe Biden has told G7 leaders that he'll stick to the August 31st deadline to withdraw American troops from Afghanistan. The decision comes despite pressure from allies, including the UK, France and Germany, to extend it to allow further evacuation flights. But the Taliban has ruled that out. They've got to guarantee right the way through, uh, through August the 31st and beyond, a safe passage, safe passage for those who, who want to, to come out. And we'll get the latest developments from US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney a little later on in the bulletin. There are new developments over the terrifying abduction of two children taken from their home in Melbourne's east. The children's father and the alleged kidnapper are colleagues working together in construction. Adila and Bilal Wally are this morning back with their parents after being taken from the family home on Monday. Police are still trying to work out a motive. Four people have been arrested. Three young men who climbed on and damaged Sydney's Martin Place cenotaph back in May have escaped serious punishment. They walked from court with fines and good behaviour bonds, despite what the magistrate called an incredibly disrespectful display. This is how five drunken tradies chose to celebrate an easing of COVID restrictions. Clear new video played to the court today shows them clambering all over the cenotaph, posing for photos after a night out drinking. What do you want to say to the returned servicemen no and women? Comment. No comment. It was about 3am Sunday morning in late May, only hours before a wreath-laying ceremony was held. One of the men bent the bayonet as he climbed down, court papers say. After a media appeal, the men handed themselves in to Sutherland Police. Firstly, I'd like to apologise to Australia for what I've done. Um, it's probably the lowest part of my life. Do you have any message at all? The lawyer for the three men argued that they didn't mean any disrespect in climbing all over the cenotaph. He told the court it's not like they stuck their fingers up the soldier's nose or did any graffiti. He says they just wanted to take a selfie, as they might if they saw a football star walking down the street. Among the three sentenced today, Joel Kemp was convicted and fined $450 after urinating on a tree near the cenotaph. Tyler Noy and Luke Southern placed on 18-month good behaviour bonds. Evan Batten, 7 News. The man who filmed dying police officers in Victoria could be released from jail today. Richard Pusey is due to be sentenced for assaulting a woman, harassing a business associate and road rage. He's already served his time for filming four police officers beside Melbourne's Eastern Freeway. There's a severe weather warning in place this morning for a large stretch of New South Wales coast. A cold front is causing widespread rain, thunderstorms and blustery winds. Overnight, trees and power lines were brought down as temperatures were sent plummeting. I think it feels particularly strange and particularly um, jarring just because we have had that period of very warm, settled weather. Yesterday was Sydney's coldest day in two and a half months. A university student has been left in tears after discovering one of her lecturers was actually the surgeon who helped save her life when she was a baby. The pair was unexpectedly reunited during a Zoom lecture. A routine lecture turned surprise reunion. Jacinda Holtzmark had just logged on to a university class when she recognised the guest lecturer's name. This is just um, a bit of a full circle moment and I'm quite shocked right now. Um, 
I believe you were actually my surgeon in 2001. I was just like, I think this is the surgeon that saved my life 20 years ago. I do a sneaky photo of his because his camera was on on Zoom and I send it to my parents and they're like, that's him and I just start crying. Paediatric surgeon Professor Ralph Cohen was part of a team of doctors responsible for removing two cancerous tumours from Jacinda's kidneys when she was just one year old. You won't recognise me because obviously I was a baby, but yeah, hi. Hi, <laughs> Cinda. It was so insane. The best gift I could have ever received was to finally say thank you to him. Her treatment so successful, she's now cancer-free. It's a high that I, I won't forget, and it's, it's been an amazing experience for me, for which I thank uh, Jacinda. Jacinda is currently a third-year science student here at the University of Sydney. Inspired by her own life-saving surgery and her doctors, including Professor Cohen, she hopes to one day also work in paediatric cancer research. One of my doctors as well, Dr Luch Della Poza, ever since I can remember, I always used to talk to him and say, I want to be like you, I want to help kids like you did. Amber Laidler, 7 News. The Paralympic cauldron is burning bright this morning and the Games declared open. Riley Batt and Danny DeToro flew the Australian flag during a spectacular and colourful opening ceremony as the rest of our athletes watched on from the Athletes' Village. It was weird, wonderful and inspirational. As we've seen, there's a wide variation of disability that have learnt to fly in their own way. Acrobats, vibrant music and fireworks filled the same empty stadium as the recent Olympic Games, inspiring the nation and millions across the globe. The Paralympic Cauldron, in the shape of the famous cherry blossom, now burning bright and marking the start of the Paralympic Games. After five very, very long years, we're finally here. Co-captains and flag bearers, Danny DeToro and Riley Batt, proudly flying the Australian flag. How good, Danny. Their teammates watching on back at the Athletes' Village due to COVID precautions. The largest travelling Australian team, 179 athletes, now beginning their quest for Paralympic glory. Mark Beretta, 7 News. Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts has died at the age of 80. The music legend passed away just weeks after pulling out of the band's US tour following an emergency heart operation. Watts was regarded as one of rock and roll's greatest drummers. Alongside frontman Mick Jagger and guitarist Keith Richards, Watts was one of the longest standing members of the Rolling Stones. $305,000 in fines has been handed out to guests at a super-spreading engagement party in Melbourne. 56 people who attended will need to fork out $5,452 each for breaching COVID rules. The remaining guests were children and won't be fined. Police say their investigation is now complete. We're just weeks away from another important milestone in our war with COVID, first stocks of the Moderna vaccine to land next month. Moderna will eventually replace AstraZeneca as Australia's other COVID vaccine. So how does it compare to Pfizer? In the modern arms race, these are our weapons, Pfizer, AstraZeneca and soon Moderna. So Moderna is a, is a great vaccine. It's an mRNA vaccine, very similar to Pfizer. The Australian government has secured 25 million doses, 10 million to arrive this year. Another 15 million will be delivered next year. The first doses will be rolled out through pharmacies from mid next month. Pharmacy is ready 
prepared, we've got uh, waiting rooms, we've got vaccinators already, the infrastructure's already, we just want to get in and get involved. The Moderna vaccine is similar to Pfizer. It requires two shots four weeks apart. It's approved for anyone over 18 and offers 93% protection. Pfizer's two shots are only three weeks apart. It's recommended for those aged 16 to 59 with 95% efficacy. Like Moderna, it carries a small risk of heart inflammation in young adults. AstraZeneca offers just 76% protection. It requires two doses 12 weeks apart. The vaccine is now only recommended for over 60s after it was linked to a rare and potentially lethal clotting condition. While Moderna will eventually replace AstraZeneca, initially they'll complement each other. So it's very likely we'll use a combination in the future. Given the ongoing crisis here in New South Wales, the current advice is to consider whichever vaccine is available after discussing risk factors with a doctor. Amelia Brace, 7 News. Online shopping is booming during lockdown, with a new website now claiming to find the biggest discounts. Little Birdie launched yesterday, promising smart technology to search retailers for the best price on a product. It gives you the power to be able to search, compare and track over 70 million products and sales from Australia's favourite retailers. The e-commerce retailer is backed by the Commonwealth Bank. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, up 237 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords and the ASX 200 both ended yesterday's trading day higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,805 US dollars an ounce. Oil is $67 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72 and a half US cents, 79 and a half Japanese yen and a dollar for New Zealand. US President Joe Biden has decided to stick with his deadline for completing the American-led evacuation from Afghanistan by August 31. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney at the White House. Good morning, Ash. His decision comes despite pressure from G7 leaders. Jody, America's allies wanted more time to get its citizens out, but that is not happening. The US president is sticking to that August 31st deadline, fearing reprisals from the Taliban. We have learnt overnight that America's CIA director, William Burns, flew into Afghanistan for a top-secret meeting uh, with the Taliban, but they are clearly not willing to budge on that deadline. They have also warned uh, Afghans not to travel to the airport. Uh, stopping them from leaving the country. Joe Biden met with G7 leaders today. Uh, Boris Johnson uh, making a statement afterwards saying uh, that, he, that the Taliban must allow people to continue leaving Afghanistan even after America withdraws. If those huge funds are going to be unfrozen eventually uh, for uh, use by the, the government and people of, uh, of Afghanistan, then uh, what we're saying is Afghanistan can't lurch back into becoming a, a breeding ground of terror. Now, the deadline for withdrawal may be the end of the month, but we're really talking about hours now, and American troops will start withdrawing from the country this Friday. That is an, that's to allow enough time to get all of those troops out safely and to then ta take equipment and infrastructure with them and to destroy sensitive material. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney at the White House. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. German police have launched an attempted murder investigation after six people were taken to hospital with suspected poisoning. The group had all had food or drink from a kitchen at a university in Darmstadt. Police believe a harmful substance was added to milk cartons or water. Several students and members of staff experienced nausea and some watched their arms or legs turn blue. All victims are expected to make a full recovery. Several wildfires have broken out in Paraguay, destroying thousands of hectares of national park. More than half of the park's protected wetlands went up in flames. Extreme drought and strong winds have hampered efforts by firefighters and volunteers to extinguish the fires. Thick smoke has blanketed Paraguay's capital. An American war veteran has had an emotional reunion with three Italian siblings who he almost accidentally shot more than 70 years ago. 97-year-old Martin Adler met the trio, now in their 80s, after his daughter used a photo taken during the war to track them down. During the Nazi retreat in 1944, Martin was about to open fire on the children, hiding in the house, thinking that they were the enemy. These were kids. What do they know about war? Their lives were saved when the children's heroic mother threw herself in front of his gun to stop him from firing. The Paralympic Games have kicked off in spectacular fashion with acrobats, clowns and fireworks making up an entertaining opening ceremony. There was a touching tribute to Afghanistan's flag carried in by a volunteer after the country was forced to withdraw its two athletes. Danny DeToro and Riley Batt proudly flying the Australian flag. How good, Danny? Sing and chanting and happy and it was just... Uh, very, very proud to be an Australian right now. The rest of the Australian team watched on from the Athletes' Village before the Paralympic cauldron was lit to declare the Games officially open. Debbie Lee has made history as the first woman to be inducted into the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Considered one of the greatest female footballers in the Victorian Women's League, Lee played over 300 games, is a triple premiership winner and won the league's best and fairest award five times. I feel a sense that our women's football has been inducted to tonight and that's, that's really pleasing. Chris Judd, Nathan Burke and Rob Wiley were also inducted, while Jack Oatey and Merv McIntosh were elevated to legend status. 
History is about to be made with an announcement expected this week that the 2021 NRL Grand Final will be held at Brisbane's Suncorp Stadium. Despite being in the running to hold the season's showpiece event, the MCG could not be chosen due to rising COVID cases in Victoria. It's the first time the season decider is being held outside Sydney. The Grand Final is scheduled to take place on Sunday, October the 3rd. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a deep low over the Tasman will move away, causing large waves, winds to gradually ease and rain to 10 showers over eastern New South Wales and eastern Victoria and alpine snow. A trough will introduce a few showers over WA's southwest. Moist winds will trigger showers over far north Queensland. Around the capitals today, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees. An early shower or two and windy in Sydney, 16. Cloudy in Canberra, 13. A shower or two clearing in Melbourne, heading for 14. Cloudy in Hobart, 12 degrees. A possible shower heading for 15 in Adelaide. Sunny in 25 in Perth and mostly sunny, 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 25th of August.